0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Short Straw Podcast. I'm Zayn. Just before we get into this episode, I'd like to announce that as we're coming up to half term this week, from today, all of our episodes will be aired every Saturday. In this episode, we're going to be discussing social media. So we currently live in an age where 94% of people above 16 are active users of social media. And in school and elsewhere, we hear all the time from adults about the negative impacts that the use of social media by young people is having on us but how do we actually feel about it? So to answer that question today, I'm joined by my friend Athena, who's offered up some time to hopefully give a not so cliche view on social media for our generation. Athena, thank you for being here today. Can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself?
1: Thank you for having me. So I'm Athena, I'm 17 and I live in London and Dubai and I'm currently in Dubai.
0: Nice, how's the weather?
1: It's good, thank you. (laughs)
0: Um, So Athena, what is it really about social media that you feel was necessary for our generation to talk about.
1: So I feel like the minute we hear about the impact of social media, we all switch off because we've had it drilled into our heads that it's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we all crave validation in one way or another from others. And the mechanism for our generation is social media. Right. So I think regardless or not, if you want to admit it, Something which I am also guilty of is that we shouldn't fall victim to the 21st century view that we don't have individual ideas and that we're a collective of teenagers who define themselves based on recognition from other people. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, I feel that slowly we're all becoming victims of this misconception, even though I, for one, promised myself I wouldn't.
0: Well, I mean, I think that's interesting because it's that sense of, you know, being able to think for ourselves, being able to operate for ourselves, that we're sort of losing with constant reliance on social media. So I do understand that. And I think I think you're definitely right about that. And, you know, especially now, social media is being held accountable as this sort of catalyst for increasing issues in young people, like the increasing rates of anxiety, for example, are, are definitely quite a prominent issue today. How do you think that teenagers are falling victim to social media at the moment?
1: So I think that a lot of people get worked up about how they think that others might perceive them on social media, which can lead to a lot of unnecessary stress on top of all the other things that are required from us, such as school and other things like that. But I also think that social media can be quite addictive. And I don't think that we realize how much time we spend scrolling on TikTok or replying to Snapchats. And I think that means we actually miss out on a lot of things that are going on around us. And both these factors together mean that a lot of people our age forget that there's a world outside of our phones and that our online profiles aren't always reflective of who we are as people.
0: Mm. No, I think, that's, I think that's actually quite a big issue. And I think you're right in the sense that, you know, we, we sort of lull ourselves into this false sense of reality by saying, oh, yeah, I am what's on my Instagram or I am what I say on Snapchat you know, and, and you're just not. And I feel like people forget, especially with things like COVID, you know, people forget that even though yes, fine. Now social media is the biggest medium for us to talk to each other. There's so many other ways to interact. And apparently now I think there's been a lot of studies done that are showing that, you know, social interactions are being limited by over-reliance on social media because people actually struggle to now talk to each other face to face. Um, So based on that, actually, do you think you can give us an example on how uh, you think social media can influence our lives or how it is influencing our lives?
1: Um, I think a good example is with Instagram. So you're more likely to follow someone back if they have lots of followers, because I think you provide yourself with a social media based construct that if they're relevant, um, they're going to benefit your self esteem. But is that really the case? If you don't have a clue who they are, how are they going to benefit you in any way? And it's striving to seek comfort in a popularity or follower-based lifestyle where influencers seem to be on top of the world and in the most desirable positions.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's true because, like, especially with influencers, you know, we see this sort of, this lifestyle that is actually quite unrealistic. The amount of people who don't live the same lifestyle as an influencer, but who get worked up that they don't at 16 or 17 years old, for example, is actually, it's becoming a much more uh, prominent issue, I feel like, in, in our generation, definitely. Um, and yeah, I mean, like you said, it's quite a materialistic and unrealistic display of happiness. And so in that sense, social media almost entraps us into this sort of false narrative. How do you think like, we could break out of that cycle? What do you think we should do to sort of stop ourselves?
1: I mean, I honestly wish I knew the answer to this, but I don't. Um, I think there are ways you can help yourself, such as taking time to live a life outside of your phone by logging off social media for a bit. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of people roll their eyes when it comes to things like this, but I think that's only because it takes a lot of willpower to log out and allow yourself to feel disconnected for a bit.
0: Yeah. So have you ever done that?
1: Yeah. So um, a couple of weeks ago, I actually went off Snapchat for a bit and it wasn't for an extended period of time. It was only a couple of days, but it did take a lot of, you know, willpower to get myself off, you know, checking my phone all the time. But I do think that it benefited me a lot. And I kind of just realized that, you know, there is more to do outside of just spending hours and hours on my phone. Mm.
0: I feel like even if if someone didn't have the willpower to maybe sort of completely log out, for whatever reason, um, you know, do you think something like turning off notifications, do you think that would actually be able to help people?
1: Yeah, or, you know, removing it from your home screen or just making sure that it's not always in your face and, like, you know, having other things, like, greeting you when you first open your Mm. phone except for, like, notifications from people. Yeah. Stuff like...
0: Because, I mean, I feel like it can get a bit overwhelming sometimes. I know I've definitely felt it recently. Um, You know, it can get difficult, especially when we're dealing with so many other different stresses. Um, So I think you're right. I think there's definitely a way to maybe not stop social media because you can't and you shouldn't right because it, it definitely does help us but i feel like limiting yourself every now and again might give you a bit bit more perspective um on on what's going on around us so obviously to all our listeners we're not preaching about the lack of social media we're not preaching about how you should stop using social media we're trying to i don't know what would you say trying to give an alternative
1: find a healthier way to make sure that you know, you're still connected with your friends but not so overwhelmed by you know all the notifications coming in
0: yeah i think so um actually based on that you know do you think do you think teenagers are scared of social media
1: i don't think people are scared of social media i mean i think it's important to remember that especially during covid that social media can be a positive factor in our lives yeah with positive effects like staying connected to your friends and understanding the world finding new communities and educating yourself on current affairs But the problem is the way that social media affects young opinions. So in a time where our opinions are only just beginning to mature and develop, we're all quite scared of slipping up in the eyes of social media users, many of whom are people that we don't even know. Um, And these slip ups, as we see them, are not uncommon or or abnormal mistakes. We make them all the time, but the impact of mistakes are massively increased by the unforgiving nature of social media. Mm -hmm. Um and I think there's no room for error and actually speaks to the potential happiness that someone might find in not exposing themselves to the social media and yeah. not showing who they are or how they feel. And again, that's the entire issue. And I think an example of this is you see celebrities who are people that appear to be strong and confident. They take themselves off social media because even they find themselves faced with unwanted comments or situations.
0: I think that's probably the biggest show, to be honest. You know that Celebrities who sort of love the spotlight and actually make their living off of everyone else's attention when they find it difficult to cope with social media. I feel like that's when you know that it's becoming a little bit of an issue. Um, Okay, so, I mean, you know, you you mentioned these issues and, and how you and we feel about them. But based on that, what advice would you have for someone out there who's struggling to decide how involved they should be or how involved they should maybe stay in their use of social media
1: i would say in a way just remind yourself that you're more than what others perceive of you online and i guess be wary of how absorbed how absorbed you allow yourself to get and have the willpower to switch off or you know decrease the amount that you use your phone if you need to Mm. um and i guess find a better space where you can learn and grow and where mistakes aren't bound to you forever and that there is a world outside of social media where the grass is so much greener
0: (laughs) i like that actually that's a good analogy um you know i feel like that is a much needed insight into how we feel today with that sort of push and pull of social media and it's a hard cycle to break out of and it's a difficult thing to completely neglect um but i don't think i don't think we should fully neglect it but i do think you're right you know so athena thank you so much for taking the time to share your views on this topic i think it's going to be massively appreciated
1: thank
0: you for having me no worries no worries and you know to all of our listeners out there adolescence is a key time for this sort of personal development and finding your sense of self which i think at the moment is seeming to be more and more reliant on social media and i think as a result social media might be seen to fabricate our knowledge of what defines us but just remember that it doesn't actually have to you know you should feel free to be yourselves and i think we just need to start finding safe spaces to do that so thank you everyone for listening as usual, if you have anything to speak about or ideas for us, please get in touch with us through our email address or Instagram account. Both will be in this episode bio. Uh, remember to give us a follow and share the podcast so we can keep building our community. Because I think at the moment, definitely everyone needs someone in this, in this day and age. So thank you very much for all of your continued support. Um, until our next episode, stay safe, stay happy and look after yourselves and your friends and families. Because at the moment, that's what's most important. So take care of yourselves and I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.